It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. You are listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel, Vale Valley, taking your calls and your questions today. If you have questions about the Bible, if you have questions about God, if you have questions about Jesus, um, maybe you have a question about uh, a cult group that you've heard of or a group that you're not sure if it is a cult and you'd like to know more about it, or if you have questions uh, about Bible translations or uh, really any, any Bible-related, Christianity-related questions, I would love to talk to you about those things. Uh, also, if you have questions about other religions and how they relate to Christianity, we could talk through those as well. You can call us today at 303-690-3000. Once again, that phone number is 303-690-3000. Or if you'd like to text in your question, you can text 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. Once again, the text line is seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven, and to call in is three zero three six nine zero three thousand. And uh, my name is Nate Morris. I'm the senior pastor of Calvary Chapel Vale Valley up in the beautiful mountains of Colorado. And um, would love to have you come join us for a service sometime. Maybe if you're uh, up here on vacation over the summer or over the winter, up for a ski trip or something like that, we'd love to have you join us. We have services at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. on 10:30 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and then we also have a currently for the summer we have a, a 5:30 p.m. dinner and service outside at the Riverwalk in Edwards here in Edwards, Colorado. Um, out in an outdoor amphitheater. It's a ton of fun. We'd love to have you come join us sometime. Also, this coming weekend, we have a concert uh, on Sunday night outside with Felling Giants. Uh, many of our listeners are familiar with them. They're a, a great band in the Denver area. They'll be up here with us that Sunday night uh, at 6 p.m. for a concert up here. And then also, I want to let you know about an event coming up uh, over Labor Day weekend. It's on Sunday night during Labor Day weekend. We host uh, a, a, with a local organization we're, we're co-sponsors for an event called Uplift Vale, and this uh, event is, is going to host Phil Wickham as our main act, also with uh, the, the worship group Bon Ray. It's going to be a, a ton of fun. Uplift Vale, that's Sunday, July, th- uh, I'm sorry, September 3rd over Labor Day weekend. So if you'd like to come up and make a weekend out of it, come join us for a concert. It's at the Ford Amphitheater in Vail, Colorado. Um, Phil Wickham's going to be headlining with Bon Ray. It's going to be a ton of fun. You can get tickets at upliftvail.com. Once again, that web address is upliftvail.com. So for our listeners today, if you'd like to call in with a question, once again, you can call us at 303-690-3000, or you can text us today at 720-336-0897. And you know, at our church at Calvary Vale this past weekend, we talked about the fact that as believers, we are called to love. And we looked at Philippians chapter 1, starting in verse 9, Uh, where it says, In this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. And we kind of broke down these words. And what does this mean that we would love 
first off, and then that our love would abound. And so the, the idea of the word behind love is this Greek word agape, which uh, is a word that wasn't really used much until um, the early church came along. And they kind of hijacked this word, if you will, because they couldn't find a word big enough to describe the love that God has for us. It's, it's an amazing, over-the-top kind of love. And so Paul is saying, I pray that your love, and then he says, may abound, which is to be excessive, to be too much, that you, that you may be excessive in your love, which is something that I think many of us as Christians could really use to grasp, that we would be over the top excessive in how we love each other and love people. But then he also says that it may abound in knowledge and all discernment, which when you look at that, knowledge and discernment is really like being wise in the way that we love people. So it, it may not be loving to give a, a diabetic a bar of chocolate. Uh, so in the same way, when we love someone, we're looking out for their best interest. And so we're, we're going to confront the sin in their lives because we love them. Um, so I hope that's encouraging for you today as you go out. Remember to love people well as you interact with them. Um, once again, if you'd like to call us today, you can call at 303-690-3000, or you can text today at 720-336-0897. Uh, I had a couple questions that have come in. I'm going to go ahead and answer those. The first one is, is Calvary Belmar still open? So just a little bit of background information. Someone texted this in. Um, yes, Calvary Belmar absolutely is still open. I was formerly the senior pastor at Calvary Belmar, which is in Lakewood, Colorado, um, and it absolutely is still open. Um, I, I recently made a transition, and my family and I moved up here to the Vail area to take over leadership of Calvary Chapel, Vail Valley, but Calvary Belmar in Lakewood is definitely still open, and uh, the new senior pastor there is Scott Morrison, and he is awesome. And so if you're contemplating whether you want to go visit Calvary Belmar, please do. It's a great church. Love the people there. Pastor Scott is amazing. You'll be so blessed by attending Calvary Belmar. That's in Lakewood, Colorado. You can get more information about their church at calvarybelmar.org. Calvarybelmar.org. All right, I want to take a quick look at another text question that came in. Um, someone has texted in and said, I would like to say a prayer request for my grandfather who went into the hospital today. Um, so let's definitely take a, a moment and pause. This person also had another question that we'll get to in just a second, but want to pray for that. And so, um, Lord, we come together and we just lift up uh, this person's grandfather that's in the hospital today, Lord. We don't know the situation, but you do. So whatever's going on in this situation, Lord, would you just, um, would you just work powerfully in it? Would you bring life and peace and grace in the midst of this situation, Lord? Um, pray that you would bring healing for this person's grandfather, Lord. Uh, pray that if he doesn't know you, that he would come to know you uh, powerfully through this experience, Lord. But ultimately, we pray for your peace in the midst of this, Lord. As we go through trials and struggles in life, that's what we need is your peace in our hearts and in our lives. And so would you bring that in this situation? And so we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, once again, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris taking your calls and your questions. You can call us or you can text. You can call today at 303-690-3000 or you can text 720-336-0897. Once again, you can call 303-690-3000 or text 720-336-0897. And uh, our text 
person that texted in a minute ago also texted, uh, I listen to Grace FM a lot and I hear many pastors say in order to achieve eternal life, you must believe in Jesus as your savior and repent. What is the definition of repentance? Do you need to repent to be saved? I thought no act could bring us to Jesus except his death on the cross. Uh, and I'd, I'd love to answer this question. This is a great question. Um, when, when we see that call to repentance, this is definitely a part of our salvation experience, that we would repent of our sins. As Jesus said to uh, the woman who was caught in adultery, he said, where are your accusers? And she said, they're not here. And he said, I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. And so we receive forgiveness in our salvation, but we also receive the call to repentance. And now um, repentance is something that comes really in truly after our salvation experience. You place your faith in Jesus Christ, and then you are what's called regenerated. You are given a new nature. You're made brand new right then and there. As you place your trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're given a new heart. You're given a new life, and you have eternal life. But really, when you've received that gift of eternal life, it should show itself in your life, meaning you should have repentance take place. That means no longer going back to those sins that you used to commit. And so um, we can't judge someone's salvation based off of whether they have turned from certain acts or not because we don't know the heart. God looks at the heart. But the reality is, is when we place our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ, we should see a change that takes place. Not just a, an understanding, a mental understanding, but an actual change in the way that we live our lives. And so um, repentance is turning away from the former things. And so as you trust in Jesus to be saved, you turn away from the things that, that were in your prior life. So hope that answers your question. Once again, this is Pastor Nate Morris taking your calls and your questions. You can call us at 303-690-3000, or you can text 720-336-0897. I'd like to go to Taria on line one. Taria, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Um, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay, because I'm using these headphones. So. Um, so I have a question about my boyfriend and I. We're in a new relationship. We've been together for about two months, like eight weeks now. Okay. And there's a church that I've been going to for a while, and I really enjoy that church. He went to that church with me because um, he didn't really have a home church. Mm-hmm. And um, he isn't really connecting with the pastor or the pastor's teachings. He doesn't feel what he says is he didn't feel welcome by mm-hmm. the by the pastor and stuff, which is fine, um, I guess. He wants to change churches, and so what I told him is that we could start looking for a church because I think that it's important that we find a church where we both grow together instead of just me growing and him not growing. And he's just Mm -hmm. going just because that's where I want to be, you know? Okay. But it's only been two months. It's only been eight weeks. Yeah. So So it's kind of a big decision. Yeah. To see whether you would leave your current church to find a church that you guys can attend together. Is that kind of what you're asking? Yes. Yeah. Well, here's what I would say. Um, I think there are valid reasons to leave a church. Um, Among those valid reasons are poor leadership, meaning leadership that leads you away from Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Among those reasons are the church not teaching from the scriptures. 
Um, among those reasons are sin being present in the church. I don't personally believe that because you didn't feel welcome or because you don't feel like the people like you is a reason to leave the church. Um, and so from my perspective, um, I, I think that that might be something that you should challenge your boyfriend and say, well, you know, why don't we go and meet the pastors and talk to them and see, you know, and you, you can even say that. Honestly, whenever somebody comes, you know, we have occasionally, uh, unfortunately, somebody will write an email and say, I came to your church and I never was even greeted by someone. And I don't know how this happens because I see our greeters and they work hard to make sure that everybody's welcome. But sometimes somebody sneaks through the cracks mm -hmm. and they'll send me an email and my first thought is, oh my gosh, how did we miss this person? I really want that person to feel welcomed and loved. And so I can almost guarantee that that is the heart of your pastors for your boyfriend. And yeah. so I would say that unless there's a biblical reason to leave your church, I wouldn't do that. I think that in America, we have too much of this kind of church shopping mentality where it's like, well, I don't really get much out of that guy's teaching, or I don't I don't like this or I don't like that. And it's all about me where church really isn't about me. It's about the church and about mm -hmm. Jesus. And so um, with that, I, I would just say, you know, I would advise caution anyways, but especially because you've only been dating for a little bit. Um, if you guys were engaged or if you were married and it was like, this just isn't going to work for us to be going to this church for some reason, then that might be something to talk about. But the reality is um, it doesn't sound like there's a, a true biblical reason to move on from that church. And so I, I would say rather than looking somewhere else, I'd press in even further. Um, if there's an, if there's something going on where you see something's lacking in that church, I would say, well, why don't we be part of the solution rather than just, you know, saying we don't like what's going on. Let's say, well, how can we go in and make sure that people feel welcome? You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. that would be my advice. I mean, are you going to, is it going to be the end of the world if you find another church that's a solid church? No, of course not. Um, but I do think that, that not feeling welcome and then leaving because of that, I think that, um, that that's a big ask for him of you, especially when he doesn't have a church that he's plugged into. You know, it, it might be a different situation if you were both connected in different churches and trying to figure out which one you would go to. But uh, in this situation, I, I would ask him to give it another chance and maybe even mention to your pastor and say, hey, you know, I, I invited my boyfriend here and he just didn't feel welcome. And I want him to feel welcome here and I want him to plug in and connect. So what? how can we do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was more, honestly, I think it was more of a mind attack or something because I don't mm -hmm. think, I don't think the teachings at this church were really, I think they're awesome. I love okay. it. Yeah. And I think that he's he also gets something out of it when he goes, but it was just all of a sudden he wasn't comfortable, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was kind of weird, but I didn't want to, I don't know. I didn't really know what to do. I'm not too good at the relationship thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I if I were you, I, I would just say, well, let's give it another shot and let's go talk to the pastors after church, after service, you know, or something like that. And, yeah. um, I think I, 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 if, I, I really don't like to perpetuate the, the church shopping thing that goes on because uh, it really becomes about us instead of about Jesus. So Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good, good, good answer. Uh, okay. 
Can you please also just pray for us because uh, we're new and we're trying to wait till marriage for sex and all of those things, just trying to do everything God's way. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Absolutely. Let's definitely do that. Let's pray right now. Lord, um, just lift up Taria and her boyfriend to you. And um, just pray that you would, you would just, as they, as they are in the beginning stages of this relationship, Lord, that you would move powerfully in their relationship, Lord, that you would help keep them pure, that you would help keep their eyes on you, um, that this relationship that they're in would be something that glorifies you, Lord, that you would be high and lifted up in their relationship, Lord. I pray that they would uh, submit to your leadership in it, that they would follow um, the way that you've set out for them, Lord. And I pray that this, this issue with the, the churches would just blow over, Lord. I pray that just as he's not plugged into a church currently anyways, that they would just be able to really connect and engage in, in the fellowship that she's at, and they would be just uh, encouraged by um, your goodness and your love there. And um, just pray for your blessings over them. And pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your call. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. All right, you are listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel Vale Valley taking your calls and your questions today. If you have a question about the Bible, a question about God or about Jesus, uh, if you have a question about cults or religions, would love to answer those. Also would love to pray with you if you have a prayer request today. Uh, you can call us at 303-690-3000 or you can text 720 336 0897. And I'd like to go to line two, Chris on line two. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Hey, I just had a follow-up. Uh, you made a very important point in your last call of finding a need in, in a church that you're going to. And that happened um, with myself. And my testimony is that um, there wasn't an outreach in the church so I got together with some of the people in the, the worship team. We started gathering on Wednesday night and praying about it, you know, going out and feeding the homeless. And uh -huh. uh, so uh, we started doing that, you know, after we uh, prayed about it, and we got together and had Bible studies together. And uh, the church only had one service. Um, well, the uh, outreach is still going on to this day, and that was about five years ago, six years ago. And uh, the pastor and his wife are both involved to this day uh, in doing that. Uh, they've gone t uh, to two services because um, the their, uh, the church grew. I, I moved across town. I'm still feeding the homeless downtown. But it was just a t great testimony of uh, finding a need in the church, and and um, and uh, the church uh, stuck with it. You know. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing encouragement. I think that'll be really encouraging for some of our listeners today. Because, you know, I think often what happens, and, and this is, I mean, I'm the same way. As people, we're selfish, right? That's just kind of the way that we tend to think unless we're walking in the Spirit. And so when we approach church the same way we approach the rest of life. And so you come to church and it's like, well, they don't do this and I don't like that they don't do that. So rather than criticizing and deciding, well, I'm going to go find somewhere else that does do that, at, when you when you see that, sometimes God might give you those eyes for that situation in that church to recognize that need, so that you can be part of the solution. Amen. Um, Amen. 
Yeah, and I think it's really important that when we're when we're involved in our church communities, realizing that we are all part of the church, we're all part of the body of Christ, and He's gifted us differently. Often when you as an individual see a need, the need might be visible to you because God wants you to do something about it. Um, right. So I think that's a really encouraging testimony that you're sharing, and I hope that challenges some other people out there that are listening today as well. So. All right. Well, thank you, brother. Yeah, God thank you. Your day. Thank you for your call. I really appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel Vale Valley taking your questions today. And um, just uh, if you have any questions about the scriptures, about God, anything like that, would love to chat with you. You can call us at 303-690-3000. Once again, you can call 303-690-3000 or you can text 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. Would love to chat with you today. Going to take a quick look at the text line uh, and see what we've got going on here. Um, let's see. So we have a, a prayer request that came in, and um, this person is going to enlist in the army, and they have something that may disqualify them from that, and so they're just praying that. Uh, God would have his hand over that situation. And so I'd like to just pray for this person. Um, Lord, we just lift up this person that wants to enlist. They feel led to enlist in the army. They're led by you to do that, Lord. And as they go and, and do this, whatever it is, it may be disqualifying, whether it's a, a health issue or something like that, Lord, we just pray uh, for your will to be done. We know that you can accomplish your purposes, Lord. With you, nothing is impossible. And so if this is what you'd like to have happen in this person's life, that you would just make that happen, Lord. You would do it. You would accomplish your purposes in this person's life, Lord. And if that means being involved in the army, Lord, would you just do that and use it for your glory and work powerfully in that, Lord. And if it doesn't, and if this thing that would disqualify them is meant to do that, would you just um, would you just do that, Lord, and accomplish your purposes in that way as well, Lord? So we, we put it in your hands and ask you to work. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you are listening to Calvary Live. If you'd like to call in with a question or a prayer request, you can call us at 303-690-3000. Or you can text 720-336-0897. I'd like to go to Benny on line one. Benny, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, the reason why I'm calling today is because uh, I want a prayer request for uh, my parents. Um, they're alcoholics, and they've basically fallen off the wagon again. And I really don't know what to do. There's no, nothing I can do, really. They're in Florida. I'm mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs. I'm in the military. And um, yeah. <clears throat> they asked me for money, and I don't want to give it to them yeah. because um, I don't want to enable them. Right. I don't know where it's going. So right now, because of that, we're not really on speaking terms. Yeah. And it's constantly on my mind, you know? So um, I would just like uh, anybody that... You know, it's listening to this right now. If they could just please um, pray for them. And I'm, I'm hoping God breaks the chains. Yeah, absolutely. Let's definitely lift that up. Let's, let's come together and pray for them right now. Lord, we just lift up Benny's parents to you right now. And as they have 
been alcoholics, Lord, and as they are currently engaged in that behavior, we just ask that you would break those chains that bind them, Lord. Help them to realize that you are enough for them, that uh, the blood that was shed on the cross is sufficient for them, Lord. They no longer have to be bound by their addiction. And I pray that you would help them just to grasp that, Lord, that they would turn their life around because of you working in their life, Lord. And so we pray that you would get a hold of them, that you would use their current circumstance to wake them up, Lord, that you would put some believers in their path that can share your truth with them and, and reveal to them um, the, the depths of your love for them, Lord, and that that would cause them to repent, just as your kindness, kindness causes us to repent, Lord, that you would do that in their life as well. And so just pray for your hand over them, Lord. I also pray uh, for Benny. I pray that you would just give him wisdom and discernment, Lord, as he seeks to love them well, Lord, and and just as you've given him that discernment that that giving them money might be just furthering their addiction, Lord. I just pray that he would walk in confidence in your leading in that and that you would give him that wisdom and discernment. Just as we were talking about earlier, Lord, loving with knowledge and discernment, would you just lead him through that? I pray that you'd give him peace as well, Lord, as he cares about his parents and to know that they're um, engaged in this addiction and this behavior, Lord. I just pray that you give him peace in the midst of that, Lord, that he'd be able to rest in you and I pray that you would just be glorified in this, Lord. And so we lift it up to you, and we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your call. Um, definitely we'll ask our listeners right now if you guys could just keep praying for Benny's parents. Pray for Benny as well. We know that prayer works. Prayer accomplishes much, as it says in James the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So uh, let's continue to lift them up in prayer. Thank you so much for your call, Benny. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. You have a great day. All right. You're listening to Calvary Live. We're coming up on the break here in just a minute. So if you'd like to call us, you can call 303-690-3000. Once again, that number is 303-690-3000. Or you can text your question to 720-336-0897. That number is 720-336-0897. All right, I'm going to take one more quick text question before the break here. And this question says, is Christian music biblical? People keep saying because they make money and it's not scriptures, it's not biblical. Um, and, you know, so apparently there are some people who have a problem with Christian music. Um, and, you know, there's a certain sense in which you define music as Christian versus non-Christian. It's kind of is what it is. It's music. But Christian music is essentially music singing about and kind of in some instances to God. Um, of course, absolutely, it is biblical in a general sense. Now, of course, there are artists that are out there that claim to be Christians and aren't. There are those who are Christians but may be off doctrinally. And so you have to measure the music up against the scriptures, measure the lyrics. But absolutely, Christian music is biblical. Um, you know, just because someone's making money doing that uh, does not make it unbiblical by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and sometimes it is scripture that they're singing, and sometimes it's not. But it's no more unbiblical than if you were to paint a, a, a picture or if you were to write an essay or a letter about God, um, f for sure. Definitely, it's, it's a biblical thing. Um, and we have a couple concerts coming up here at um, Calvary Chapel Vale Valley as well that uh, with Christian artists. This Sunday night, we have Felling Giants playing um, at our 
Sunday night service. We also have in September Uplift with uh, Phil Wickham and Bon Ray and just great Christian artists. Um, so I would highly encourage you to listen to Christian music. Um, in fact, most of what I listen to is, is Christian music, um, not, not because there's anything inherently wrong with, Christian, with music that's written by secular artists, but I want to be encouraged throughout the day. And so I, most of what I listen to is actually worship music. It's songs that are directed at God. Um, so as I'm listening and as it's just kind of soaking into my mind, I'm thinking about God, I'm praying to God, I'm singing to God. Um, so I, I would encourage listening to Christian music, absolutely. Um, hope that answers your question for you. And we are coming up on the break here in just a second. And so I just want to remind you, if you'd like to call in with your question, you can call us at 303-690-3000, or you can text 720-336-0897. And we'll pick up with you right after the break, uh, listening to Calvary Live. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life the Bible and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. You are listening live today. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel Vale Valley taking your questions. You can call us at 303-690-3000. Once again, that number is 303-690-3000. Or you can text 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. We've actually got three open lines right now, which is pretty rare on this show. And so if uh, you've had a question kind of burning your mind a little bit and you've uh, been thinking, oh, I, I'm not going to get through if I call, today's the day. Right now is the time. Three open lines. So give us a call. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. And I was mentioning earlier um, at our church, Calvary Vale, we have a couple fun events coming up. This Sunday night, we have a concert with Felling Giants here in Edwards, Colorado, um, outdoors at the local amphitheater here in town. Also, uh, in September, over Labor Day weekend, on Sunday night, we are taking part um, in what we call Uplift Vale. It's, a, it's an outreach concert, uh, really geared at the mountain areas, but we're going to have a ton of fun. It's at the Gerald Ford Amphitheater in Vale, so it's a really nice venue. We've got Phil Wickham headlining that show. We've also got Bon Ray going to be there. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, if you'd like to come up for the weekend on Labor Day weekend and just get up into the mountains one last time before the fall, uh, you should come join us. It's going to be a blast. Sunday night, September 3rd, you can get tickets at upliftvale.com. Once again, that is upliftvale.com. Uh, also a great event to bring your youth group to. It, it has a youth focus for part of the night uh, with a, a youth party. So if you're uh, a youth 
volunteer at a church uh, in the mountains and, or in Denver or anywhere around Colorado and you'd like to bring your youth group to come join us, uh, you should definitely do that. It's going to be a ton of fun. We even have a certain number of youth tickets that are sponsored, which makes them free or donation-based for you. And so uh, if you'd like some more information about that, you can look at upliftvale.com and contact through the contact information there to get some more information about how you can get your youth group to come join us for Uplift up here with Phil Wickham and Bon Ray. That's upliftvale.com. Um, and if you'd like to call today with a question, you can call us at 303-690-3000. Once again, that phone number is 303-690-3000. We'd love to chat with you today. We'd love to answer questions you may have about the Bible. We'd love to pray for you if you've got a prayer need right now. Um, definitely take advantage of the opportunity to call. Still three open lines today. Uh, maybe you're sitting in traffic and you've thought before or even you've tried to call before and haven't been able to get through. Know that you will likely get through today. 303-690-3000. You know, I was thinking earlier today, um, I do these little one-minute messages on Instagram and Facebook, and I was thinking earlier of what I'm going to do for my next one, and you guys will get a little bit of a sneak peek in that just as we've got a, a minute or two here before somebody else calls in or with a question. Um, I was thinking about the fact that God doesn't really care what our plans are. You ever think about that? Like we make all these plans and sometimes we'll then ask God to bless our plans, but God doesn't really care what our plans are. God cares what his plan is. And so if our plan doesn't line up with what God's plan is, he really doesn't care about our plans. Um, in fact, he, he wants us to lay aside our plans to receive his plan. And so, um, as you're going and you're making your plans for your day or for your week or for your five-year plan or your life, whatever it is, even if you're seeking the Lord, I'd encourage you just to kind of stop and reevaluate your plans, recognizing that God doesn't care what your plans are. God's in charge. He cares what his plan is. And so we want to line our plans up with the Lord's plans. We want to make sure, Lord, what do you want from me? If I get in line with what you want from me, then I'm going to see my plans succeed and you'll establish the work of my hands as, as Moses prayed in Psalm 90. You know, we think of Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. You've heard it before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. So don't make your own plans. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. God will lead your path as you yield your plans to him. And so I uh, hope that's an encouragement for you today um, as, you, as you go through your walk. Once again, you can call us today at 303-690-3000 or you can text 720-336-0897. And I'd like to go to Clifford on line one. Clifford, welcome to the program. Hello, Pastor. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Pastor, I feel so blessed. Um, the reason I called is I'm a driver. I drive for Napa, uh, you know, drive around town. So I've been able to listen to you guys every day and different pastors, and it's just been wonderful for me. Awesome. What I did was about four months ago, I started a church. God called me. I filled to start a church, uh, Come As You Are, Church of God with Christ. And okay. I've been trying to make sure that I do things right. And my understanding is that we are to preach uh, not just the passion, death, and resurrection of the Lord, but also Jesus Christ's teachings. 
because I feel like we say we're Christians, but we don't know who Jesus Christ was. Mm -hmm. So I've been preaching from the book of Matthew, but all along I get so much inspiration from you all. Today they were talking about Malchizedek and how Jesus didn't come from the tribe of Levi, but the Lion of Judah, and that Jesus was the high priest for all of us, you know. Mm -hmm. I've been learning more about uh, Leviticus, that, that that the law is not the answer because it didn't save no one. And yeah. so this week I was preaching on, uh, I think it was chapter 23, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And just before that, you guys were talking about uh, Nicodemus, and he was a Pharisee, but he was a good Pharisee. And it talked about him calling the Lord rabbi. You know, things like yeah. that, you know. So it seems like I'm just getting so much inspiration from you all. I've got six members now, but I have people that listen to me, like from Arizona, uh, California, Las Vegas, St. Louis, because I broadcast live on Facebook, and I just want to stay grounded in the truth and and just yeah. uh, learn more about Jesus. The, the book I read, 23, it says none of us are teachers. We're actually learners of God's Word, you know. So I'm just trying to learn God's Word and share three things I believe in, telling the truth, telling the truth with passion. I'm excited about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, trying to get a vision for the church, because without a vision, God's people perish. Yeah. Absolutely, Clifford. Well, that's awesome. You know, um, I've, I, I planted a church myself seven years ago, and I know it's a ton of work. Um, and I know, you know, every new person that comes feels like a huge blessing. And, but I know all the challenges that go on in there as well. And so I definitely want to pray for you. And, and I'm so glad that you're listening on the radio. And, you know, uh, I, I've heard people refer to uh, Grace FM or other stations like it as, as their, their seminary over the airwaves. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> That's what it so, is. That's what you all have been for me. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's great because we can listen and we can get encouraged in the Word. And you can listen to Bible studies all day long. You can listen to programs like this and, and get some questions answered. Uh, what a blessing it is to have this radio station on the air. And I, this is just a kind of a, a little bit of a plug for the radio station right now for Grace FM. If you're listening to Grace FM in Denver um, or if you're listening to Hope FM out on the East Coast, um, would you consider sponsoring your local radio station? You know, these stations are owned by local churches and run by local churches. Um, really, you know, not, not asking. We don't have big pledge drives or anything like that. But, but just Clifford even is an, is, is an example of the way that God works in and through tools like this. And so if you'd like to support Grace FM, um, you can go to gracefm.com. If you'd like to support Hope FM, you can go there. Um, but things like what's happening with Clifford, planting a church, happen frequently through through this radio station. And so uh, let's p- pray together for Clifford here right now. Lord, we just lift up uh, Clifford to you and the church that he's planted and pray that they would be grounded in your word, pray that they would be an encouragement to their community, that they would be uh, lifting up your name, Lord, that they would um, just bring incredible uh, praise to, to you, Lord, through this, this church plant that's taking place, Lord. I pray that you would work in it, that you would um, work powerfully in and through that. And thank you for the, the praise report there of just getting encouragement throughout the day. All right. Thank you, Clifford, for your call. Hope you have a great day. All right. Clifford, uh, I think we put you on hold. You had a little bit of background noise there, but just want to thank you for your call. You have a great day and um, just 
be encouraged in the Lord as you walk through that church plant. What, what a blessing and amazing thing that you're doing there. All right, I'd like to go to Raquel on line two. Raquel, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Um, good afternoon. Um, I'm just calling because um, I just I need prayer for myself and for my marriage and specifically for my husband. Um, you know, we've been serving God for uh, together now since we've been married for about six years. And, you know, we recently moved to Colorado and um, things kind of went south since we moved here. Um, he started drinking and he started you know, uh, now getting involved with, uh, marijuana and it's just been really, really hard to, you know, stay focused on Christ and stay focused, you know, on the Lord and the things of God when, you know, my marriage is falling apart, you know, because yeah. of my husband's actions. So I just, I, I just need prayer. You know, I, I, my husband needs to be delivered, you know, and, and basically we need a miracle in our marriage. And uh, that's why I'm calling. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Let's definitely pray, Raquel. I want to be sure to lift that up. Are you guys connected to a local church? You know, um, yeah, we, we have, it's not local. It's kind of far from us, but it's a ministry that we went to uh, back home uh, in California. So when we moved here, we started going to that same church uh, quite a ways from my house, but um you know, we do, we are connected with pastors there and, and, you know, we, we do go to church, uh, it, it, at that location. Okay. And you were saying that, that before you and your husband were both involved in ministry and, and serving together. Yeah. Both my husband and I were, were serving God and, you know, my husband has a, he has a big calling on his life. You know, he has the gift of evangelism and I know that, you know, it, the enemy doesn't like that, and there's many things that have come his way to, you know, to try to not let him fulfill his mission for God. But yeah, I mean, it's been it's been really hard, you know. It's been really hard, and we have a daughter, and you know, she's little; she's only four. But I know that, you know, she she knows what's going on. She's smart enough to see her dad come home drunk and high, and mm -hmm. it's just it's very sad, you know. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, now, are you guys actively like are are you going to church there regularly still? Or, um... yeah, we started going. Um, you know, we haven't been in Colorado for long, but yeah, we started going, and we recently committed to, you know, going every Sunday. And you know, mm -hmm. we started going to, or we just yesterday committed to going to Bible study during the week because we we kind of need a a jump start, I guess, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we are, we are attending church regularly now. Okay. Well, I would just encourage you. I want to definitely pray for you here in just a second, which is, which is the, the biggest thing that we can do, but I'd encourage you, um, just to make sure that you get, you get connected and, and try to get him connected with you too, just so that maybe if there's a men's Bible study that he could go to, um, you know, fellowship is so key when it comes to our walk with the Lord, when we step out of fellowship, it's so easy. It's, it's, it's like if you think about, you know, it says in the scriptures that, that the devil prowls about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if you ever look at, you know, like a Discovery Channel show where you see lions hunting and you notice what they do 
is they go after the the one animal that's singled out that's fallen from behind the pack or is off on their own and that's exactly what satan does as well as he looks for us when we're by ourselves, when we're separated from the herd if you will the church uh, and not mm -hmm. plugged in and connected and so there's no protection from other believers in that and so um, if he could get plugged into a bible study or if you guys are going to your midweek thing that's great or if it's Sundays, whatever, I think that that will hugely help. I think that just that, that level of just accountability of just being present um, will help with that for sure. Because the, the Holy Spirit will convict. Um, and, you know, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I'm there with them, as Jesus says. So just being present there, that you can't really escape the conviction of the Holy Spirit there. And so... Um, uh, I would encourage you on whatever level of involvement you guys can have to, to, to step that up. And it, honestly, I, earlier I was talking about valid reasons for leaving a church and invalid reasons for leaving a church. If you guys aren't able to get involved because of the distance to your church, and I don't know how far it is, then th th it might be important to look for someone that's closer to you. So th that's one of those things where if it's, if it's prohibiting you from being involved because it's too far, then I would say to look for something closer. Now, if you guys are able to get involved with a midweek group and you're involved on Sundays, then absolutely you should keep going there. But just make sure that, that as you're doing that, I would just encourage you and him to really kind of get plugged in to, uh, as much as you can because that's going to help with that. So let's go ahead and lift it up to the Lord here together, though. Lord, we just lift up um, Raquel to you. We lift up her husband to you, her family, her daughter. Uh, and we just pray for your hand over this whole situation, Lord, just as she is is just in the, this battle right now, really, Lord. And it, it's breaking her heart just to see her husband making these decisions. Um, we just pray that you would get a hold of his heart in this, Lord. Uh, I know that th th there's a, they've moved recently. They've just moved here from out of town. And being in a new place and not being in your old routines, it's really easy to fall into behaviors that you that we normally wouldn't um, because of accountability or because of church involvement or because of just anything, Lord. And so we pray for him that you would just break him out of his comfort zone a little bit. We pray that you would challenge him by your spirit, Lord, just as he is a believer. Um, pray that he would be held accountable by you, Lord. Um, and I pray that they'd be able to find great involvement in their church uh, connection through midweek studies or whatever that may look like, Lord. And I pray that you would just work powerfully in this marriage, in this relationship, in this family. And so we give them to you and we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your call. And uh, I'll, I'll be, you know, I'd encourage our listeners to keep praying for them as well. So um, thanks for your call. You have a great day. Okay, you too. God bless. All right. Thank you. God bless. Bye, Bye. All right. You are listening to Calvary Live. You can call us with your questions about the Bible or your prayer requests today at 303-690-3000. Once again, that phone number is 303-690-3000. Or you can text 720-336-0897. I'd like to go to line three with David on the line. David, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, overall, pretty good. Good. So, um, yeah, I was just calling about, I had a question um, in regards to my in-laws. Um, so my wife, we just had our seventh uh, 
seven-year anniversary, and uh, she came to Christ through, um, I guess I kind of led her, but I don't know. Either way, uh, she's the first believer of her family. Okay. And uh, so she's got one sister and then her parents, and uh, none of them are believers, and her parents are— her dad's a professor and her mom's a teacher, so they're very much like, you know, we're kind of the attitude of we're too intelligent for that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously just conversations and it's, there gets, I try not to get it heated at all, but it, you know, just their kind of sly attitude or whatever that it can get obnoxious. And I'm just trying to figure out how do I best support my wife? Cause I know that, Obviously, for her, being an only believer, she's like, okay, well, um, you know, she's like, my parents, as of right now, you know, have a, you know, a Christless eternity. So um, what can yeah. I do, I guess, to support her? And how do I, I guess, how do I have conversations with them? A productive conversation, I guess I should say. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, um, here's here's really the biggest thing. The biggest thing that you can do for them, and I know this just just doesn't it doesn't sound like it, but it's so true, is really to pray for them. Um, if you guys spend some time praying together, maybe you say every night we're gonna we're gonna pray for them, and just just start there. That's that's the best place to start. And what that does, one, it it, it, it prayer works. We know that from the scripture, but it also aligns your heart with God's heart for them as well. And so that when you're talking with them, um, maybe you gain some new insight into their life as you're praying for them. Maybe you gain some new insight into what might be holding them back from placing their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. Um, I can't overemphasize the importance of prayer when it comes to evangelism. See, so often we go at it with with kind of our arguments and with our reasoning and maybe even the science that backs up our faith. Uh, and we go in it without the power of God because we're not prayed up and we're not walking in the Spirit in that. And you know, um, I, I've I've been I've been a pastor for about ten years. I've been in ministry for probably uh, close to twenty years. And um, you know, I have never once argued somebody into the kingdom of heaven. Um, you know, I, I've had great debates with non-Christians, and maybe those were seeds that were planted, and so then that's fine. But the way that I've seen to be the most effective when it comes to evangelism is the same way that God drew us. As it says, the kindness of God leads us to repentance. And so really, it's it's the love of God that's going to convert someone's heart. It's, it's God drawing them by his love through his spirit. And so um, I would say the best place to really start, even if, if it comes to like strategizing how you're going to evangelize, um, is to start with praying for them. Because as you pray for them and you really give it some time and thought and, and energy before the Lord, uh, it really opens your, your heart and your mind up to, to receive from Him insight into how you can talk to them about certain things. Um, and you know, prayer, it really does. It really does work. I've seen it work in the lives of my family members, people that I thought would never um, come to the Lord, just being faithful to pray for them, and then seeing God do something that was totally out of the blue, unrelated to any of my efforts, and suddenly there they are, following the Lord, and it's amazing. It's a miracle. Um, 
So I would start there, and then I, I just remember, like, when, sometimes we get into those moments where we get into those kind of heated debates, like what you're talking about. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, more often than not, I find those to be counterproductive because they don't demonstrate the kindness of God. They don't demonstrate the love of God for that person. Now, are there people who have been saved through a debate? Absolutely. So don't don't take this as a blanket you shouldn't debate or find points or anything like that. We're called to give an answer for the reason we have a hope. But it's not to give an answer or a defense of the faith. It's a defense of our hope in Jesus Christ. Um, and so as you do that, it really, it's not about the facts or the, the biblical knowledge behind it. It's about what God's done in your life. Um, and that would be really, as far as talking points go, that, that would be where I would start is your testimony and what God's done in your yeah. life and how he's changed your life. Um, and letting them see that because they see where you're at, um, but maybe seeing like, well, where were you at before and what's different, you know, and some of those things. So um, I know that's a little bit of a non-answer. I'm not giving you like, here's five things you should do, <laughs> you know. No, but, no, I, no, I, I got gotcha. you. But I, I really think that that's just starting with prayer and going from there would be what I would do if I were you. And, and I have a lot of unsaved family. Um, and that's, I have that same strategy. And sometimes it feels like I should be doing more. I should be saying more. Um, and the reality is when we really are faithful to pray for those family members, they're on our heart all the time. So when the opportunity comes to, to give a defense for our hope, not a defense for the faith, because the faith can defend itself, a defense for our hope that we have in Jesus Christ, then you have that opportunity and you present it in love because your heart is aligned with God's heart for that person because you've been praying for them. Um, and that's when he kind of gives us the words, you know, as Jesus said, don't, don't worry when you're put before kings and magistrates, don't worry what you're going to say for the Holy Spirit will give you in that hour, what you will say. Um, I think as we align our hearts with God's heart for that person, that he does that and he gives us those words and it doesn't become heated, intense debate. It, 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 it's full of love and grace. So that would be my encouragement, but let's, let's bring them before the Lord together and pray for them. All right. Awesome. Lord, I just uh, lift up David to you and his wife. And as she is the first believer in this family, Lord, we just pray that you would use the seed that you've started. Um, and as you've saved her, Lord, that you would use her to be an incredible witness to the rest of her family, Lord. We pray for her parents and, and the rest of the, the whole family there, that they would uh, be drawn by you, Lord. We pray that that you would save them. Lord, we know that you love them even more than she does. And so we pray that you would um, work powerfully in, in and through their lives, Lord, that you would use David and his wife um, in incredible ways to be a witness to them, that you would give them wisdom and discernment as they um, seek to speak your truth to them, Lord. I pray that they would be ready to give a, an answer for the hope that they have. Um, and I pray for those moments when the conversation could get heated or it could turn into a debate, Lord, that you would stop it right there and that you would insert your grace and your kindness and your love in those situations. And um, just pray for your favor over David and his wife and pray that they would, they would just uh, be an effective um, ministry to, um, to, to her family. Lord, I pray that, that you would help them to receive your gospel. Would you soften their hearts by your Holy Spirit? And so we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you for your call, David. You have a great day. Yes, thank you. You too. All right. God bless.
All right, you are listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel Vale Valley taking your calls today. We've got time for maybe one more call before the end of the show. If you'd like to call us, you can call 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us today at 720-336-0897. Once again, that number is 720-336-0897. And uh, take a quick look here at the text line, see what we've got going on. I've got a couple texts that are here. Um, this person has said, I need prayer. I'm a longtime believer born and raised in the church who struggles with sin. Are there any scriptures that can help me in dealing with my perpetual sinful nature? Okay, so for this person or for anybody else that's just battling sin right now, I'd encourage you to do a couple things. I would start with reading Romans 7, which you will very much identify with because it's Paul saying, man, the things that I don't want to do, those are the things that I'm doing and I keep going back to them. And who will deliver me from this body of death? That I understand that spot. It sounds like that's where you're at, this person that texted in, being in that spot of stuck in your sin. But here's the thing. You read that and then you read Romans 8 which shows deliverance through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then after you read Romans 8, go back and read Romans 6. So read Romans 7, then read Romans 8, then read Romans 6. And what this will do is it will give you a picture of the process of, of being delivered from sin in the life of a believer. As a believer, we often come to the Lord and we get stuck in these periods of walking in sin in our life. And then we, we never experience that deliverance that God wants us to have. And God does want to deliver you from your sin. Not that you're never going to sin again, but that you don't have to be bound by those chains. Those chains were broken 2,000 years ago on the cross. And so for this person who texted this in, just know that Jesus Christ already broke the chains to your sin. You're no longer bound to that sin. Read Romans 7, then go in, read Romans 8. And as you read Romans 8, you will find that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. And so you no longer are obligated, as it'll say in verse 12 and 13, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you keep following it, you'll have death. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll have life and peace. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Chapel Vale Valley signing off for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you'll join us tomorrow with Pastor Jeff Figgs. You have a great day. Have a great night. God bless. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.